Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. 770 CHQR, I'm Zach. Rob is not here. He'll be back soon. So don't you worry. Just try not to wreck things in the meantime. It's 106. Have you ever gone on a diet that your friends told you about? I had a friend, he went on a, um, a cabbage, cabbage soup diet. And I think all he got out of the cabbage soup diet was less friends. <laughs> because he was not a lot of fun to be around at all. There's a lot of things in our lives that we kind of grab onto and we try to keep them, you know, like, this is it. This is my silver bullet. This is going to save the day. It uh, turns out there's a lot of stories behind that. There's some science that support them. In some cases, uh, it's just bunk. Uh, joining us on the phone now is Timothy Caulfield, or Timothy Caulfield. How are you doing, Timothy? Good, Zach. How are you doing? Good. Do you prefer Tim or Timothy? Uh, whatever works for you. Let's go with Tim. It's shorter, right? Uh, all right, TC. That's where we're going. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, Tim, so you aren't even here. Where are you? Uh, I'm currently in Krakow, Poland. Wow. Are you working, or is this summer vacation that we're interrupting? Uh, it's kind of a combo. I'm here on a writing retreat uh, working on a new book, but I have to admit I'm also hanging with my family and drinking some good Polish beer. Oh, that sounds fantastic. That really sounds fantastic. That's great. So what? Uh, what why is the writing retreat in Poland? Why do you go there? Uh, well, I try to do this actually uh, every year, you know, try to get away, find a place where I can uh, work, particularly I'm working on a new book. So when I'm on the home stretch, I think it's good to get in a new environment to get, get inspired. And uh, this place is perfect. Throwing darts at a, at a map, right? You know, we basically do that. I'm not, you know, I look for the coffee shops uh, and I look for the beer and what more do you need? That's fantastic. I like that. When I do my writing, Tim, I, um, I always look for, well, the Wi-Fi matters because um, I do use the computer. And uh, I always look at where I can sit outside in the sunshine, right? And it's not going to be by the roads. It's going to be just like peaceful, whether it's a beach or a, a, you know, I just love that stuff. It's amazing the kind of creativity cool. that comes out of that. Yeah, we'll put Krakow on your list. For okay. Sure, Zach. All right. Well, I'm going uh, to do that and learn some more about it. So writing more books and you had your old book, it might be familiar to some people. Gwyneth Paltrow is wrong about everything. Now, that was sort of yeah, your, that's, that's right. That was the first one that kind of got you into the, uh, you know, this this guy's going to take a run at everything that he wants to question in life. Is that sort of where you come from? Is the the um, are you sure perspective? Uh, you know, I, I like to think I come at it more from a uh, a science perspective. You know, more from a critical thinking perspective. Because you know, often people hear, um, you know, pe- they call people skeptics. They call them debunkers. Um, and I think it's really more uh, about about critical thinking, right? About seeing a, a new therapy, seeing uh, a new diet, as you said in the intro, and asking, what does the science really have to say about that? What does the evidence say about that? Uh, what is a plausible scientific mechanism of action, right? You know, so lumping all those things together to get a sense of what uh, what kinds of health decisions that we should all be making. You are a professor at the University of Alberta. 
And what do, what do you profess? Uh, I'm a science policy, science and health policy professor uh, in the Faculty of Law in the School of Public Health. Uh, and I've been doing it a long time. And it's, this is what kind of dragged me into this, uh, this area. Um, you know, I've always been interested in, you know, what the evidence has to say about policy. Uh, and increasingly, you know, you get the sense that, you know, pop culture um, and, you know, celebrities more broadly mm-hmm. uh, are having an impact on, on health decisions you know, and, and really on how all of us think uh, and talk about bioscience. Well, that really does turn into so many things that we've heard of from the anti-vax trend and argument. That whole debate comes from celebrity, really, uh, at least at the, uh, you know, the explosion of the topic comes through celebrity. I mean, the topic was a real topic for quite some time. And all of these things do come from that. So is the new show that you have that's been picked up by Netflix, is it sort of the, the myth busters of, of wellness and trends? Or is it where do you go after for that? You know, it's, it's, that's part of it. That's part of the formula. I'll put it that way. But, but it's much broader than that because, you know, we didn't want to just go out there and debunk things, right? Um, because it really is about getting a broader perspective, right? So, um, yes, it's, it's rooted in science for sure. Uh, but also we want to have some fun. You know, I try all the crazy, all the crazy, crazy therapies and, and health practices. Uh, but in, in addition to that, we wanted to have balance. We wanted to get a sense of what was, you know, what people were attracted to. So, you know, there was the really absurd stuff, but there are also people that are trying therapies for cancer, for example. So we want to get a sense of, you know, why are they, why are they interested in this therapy, you know, despite, despite the evidence. Uh, and, and, and in addition to that, we don't just go after alternative medicine, right? We cast a very broad net. You know, we go after the high-tech stuff, too, like, you know, stem cell research and genetic testing and the stuff that is kind of portrayed as high-tech, like cryotherapy. So, you know, we really try to, to, to explore a lot of different, uh, a lot of different uh, uh, health practices uh, and technologies. When your business people call you and say, hey, by the way, Netflix is here. Do you have a moment? Do you pee a little for that one? Because that's what's happened. You built the show and it was uh, running and then you got picked up by Netflix. Yeah, you know, it, it, you know for sure. I got to admit, <laughs> very, very exciting. It's where you want to be right now. Um, and, you know, Vision TV and Zoomer, they took a flyer on us and supported us really nicely. Uh, you know, BBC Earth has shown it. It's been in over 60 countries around the world. Uh, but now to have Netflix uh, on board is fantastic, right? Because uh, I think it really will make it more available to people all over North America. And, and, and I do hope there's an appetite, right, for science-based TV. Um, there is so much nonsense out there, <laughs> so, all, so much content that doesn't have a good science base. So, you know, I really hope, obviously, I, I hope it finds an audience. Well, there has been some great documentaries on Netflix. So you're going to get thrown into that pool, too. So we'll talk about it in a little bit. Okay. So now it is a playful and fun show. And um, you guys do take a look at a lot of different things. And just in your tweets alone, uh, help me up without, without no spoilers. Of course, I don't want to put you in that place. But you talk about a visit with a snake king. How in the world is, a, is the snake king science or wellness? What, what was that about? Yeah, so that's a funny story, Zach, because believe it or not, that sequence ends up on the editing room floor <laughs> because <laughs> just, it just didn't fit the narrative we were, we were telling in that episode. But that was incredible. We were in Hong Kong. And, you know, the producer goes, okay, we're going to go to this guy. He's called the Snake King, and you're going to eat a snake gallbladder. And I kind of thought, you know, I'm going to be eating snake soup or something like that, right? Yeah. No, we show up, we show up, and uh, the guy, you know, he looks like 100 years old, still looks great, 
big sign, the Snake King, and the and his little shop is filled with live snakes. He grabs one live, cuts it open, and pulls out the gallbladder and hands it to me. And this all happens like in thirty seconds, and wow. then I eat it. Did yeah, you eat it? Like you actually alive. ate it? Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, I had to. The Snake King told me to, right? Oh, so, man. Yeah, and uh, the snake is still alive. And, and the idea here and why this is you know, a health thing is you're, you're supposed to get the vitality, the power um, from the snake, right? And then uh, the snake remains alive, uh, and you have sort of captured some of the vitality. Um, the best thing about it, what, though, is they, he gives you, the Snake King gives you a shot of vodka to wash it down. So that was the best part of the process. <laughs> Doesn't that seem kind of, you know, counter to what you're trying to do there, I guess? Um, some interesting stuff, too. You talk about the extreme juicer uh, who did that for cancer, but you also get into some other things like uh, gemstones and crystal therapy. And there's a, you know, there's a lot of people that, you know, they wear their gemstones and they, um, and go through that. Um, how did that go for you with crystal therapy? Yeah. So that, that was also kind of a funny experience. Uh, that was in New York city and it was in this beautiful space in New York city and real estate in New York is not cheap as you can imagine. And they had all these alternative therapies in this one sort of one hub and the proprietors, you know, the, the therapist, the crystal therapist, I guess you'd call her was very, very nice. Uh, and the, and she claimed that you know crystal therapy, uh, the different would have these different frequencies that would impact your cells and allow you to heal and, and detoxify you and give you more energy and all of these different things depending on the color of the crystal. Now, of course, this is completely scientifically absurd, uh, but it was fascinating to hear her her tell it. Now, it's this one was interesting because and I hope the cameras picked this up. I think I think you can see it if you watch carefully. I wonder if she really believes it, right? <laughs> she oh, tells wow. a good really? story, but if you, can you look in her eyes, does she believe it? Oh, uh, wow. I'm not sure, so sure. Yeah. Um, it would be hard to get people to come back right away, like with instant results, you would think. And uh, one other thing that you sort of threw out there, too, was the salt room, which I have no idea what that is. What's that about? Yeah, so that is, and it's not just any kind of salt, right? So this is a room built from salt. Uh, and it's quite beautiful, I have to uh, admit. This is Himalayan pink salt. Mm-hmm. The walls are built out of salt. The floor is salt. And again, it's it's allegedly a detoxifying process. So you go sit in there and you breathe the salt and you feel the vibrations. Again, no evidence to support it. But this is a really good example because it is kind of spectacular. Uh, there's a placebo theater there. You know what I mean? Like you're going into this unusual environment. Uh, it has an unusual smell. Uh, there's a story that you've been told about how this works. So you can see how people feel drawn to it and why they may sense that something is happening. Uh, my only introduction to Himalayan pink salt has been in Costco. Um, that's about as far as it goes for my science. <laughs> um, you talk about napper sizing. That one got me because that, I mean, that's really, when I get up in the morning and I'm driving here to the radio station and I see people running at 6 a.m., I'm like, no. But if you talk about napper sizes, that seems more my style. Yeah, this, and this is a good example of how the show is not just about debunking, right? We're really trying to get a science. And uh, uh, there's a trend right now. I think this is a really healthy trend to take sleep seriously, right? Um, and I think that's good because in North America, we go to Japan also for this episode where it's the most sleepless society in the world. Um, but the napper size was in, in London. And it's basically a, a class instead of jazzercising or exercising, you go to a class 
to sleep. And we thought it was kind of funny, kind of absurd that you're paying right, to, to sleep yeah. for 20 minutes. Uh, but it really is part of, of this sleep industry that is emerging. So you know, we try to cut through what the science says about sleep, what you should do and what you shouldn't do. But I, I did fall asleep, by the way, despite the cameras rolling. Oh, really? <laughs> despite 20 strangers being around. around. You know, last time I slept with strangers, I think, it was kindergarten. So that was unusual. <laughs> That's probably a good declaration to make. I mean, there are places where you can go get a good cuddle. So I guess that makes sense. I think that they, yeah, and I, I use air quotes I've when I say cuddle. I've done that, too. Oh, <laughs> goodness, really? <laughs> yeah, in you can hire someone to cuddle with you. And we did that in, in Japan also be, we have a whole episode on love and sex. So that was part of that story. Wow. Uh, this is a good job you've got going for you here, Timothy. Not bad, right? <laughs> not, not bad. I'm not so, complaining. Summer vacations in Poland, naps and cuddles. I mean, really uh, that's, that's, that's kind of life right there. Uh, aside from goat and cat yoga so far, I think you've got it covered or have you done that too? Um, I've definitely debunked the idea of the goat cheese cleanse. Does that count for anything? <laughs> uh, no, I, I would imagine that probably does count, but um, probably not the same as your downward dog with a goat, I suppose. Um, so this, No, the, that's right. The show is called what? A User's Guide to Cheating Death. And what's an easy way to connect with the show? Because Scott and some others are, are texting, like, I want to learn more about this. What's it called? So what are some easy ways to connect with more information on the show, uh, Tim? Well, if you Google it, you'll hear, um, you'll be able to find more information on it. But look, it's going to be on Netflix within the next few months, season one, and then season two uh, shortly after that. And of course, uh, we're hoping for season three. So, um, you know, it'll be on Vision TV uh, season two in September and then uh, streaming later on Netflix. That's wonderful. Timothy Caulfield, thank you for taking the time to call all the way from Poland. What time is it there? Uh, it is nine, was it nine? 920. All right. Well, you're, I set you free, young man, to go enjoy your Polish <laughs> beers. <laughs> uh, thanks a lot, Zach. Thank you so much. Uh, Timothy Caulfield, he is the author of the book, Gwyneth Paltrow, Wrong About Everything, in his new show, A User's Guide to Cheating Death. He's a U of Alberta a professor who does science, sciencey things. Uh, his new show has been picked up by Netflix. You're going to be able to see it on regular rotation coming up as they take a look at all kinds of trends and everything uh, on. That's interesting. What are your favorite shows on Netflix? What are those best ones? Because there are a few on there that have become pretty trendy, and some of them are, you know, junk, and some of them are riddled with um, agendas, and some of them are pretty cool. Food Inc. has received, uh, I guess, both sides of that. Inside Job is another one. One of mine, it's not on Netflix anymore. I think you can still see it uh, on YouTube now if you go check it out. Uh, the Dishonesty, The Truth About Lying is a fantastic, that was a life-altering a documentary for me. That's just a one-episode documentary. So share those in, will you? 974-8255-974-TALK. What are trends you subscribe to? Keto is another one that's out there right now. The I don't even know what that is. And then there's some ones that are all fat. Then there's ones that are no carb. And what have you tried that has failed miserably? What have you tried that you absolutely love? What works for you? Share your thoughts and more about the next big thing that's going to save your life. I'm Zach in for Rob Breckenridge, 770 CHQR. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.